You're listening to Luke's English Podcast. For more information, visit teacherluke.podomatic.com. Hello, welcome to the podcast. Uh, it's Thursday evening again. It's always Thursday evening when I do this. I'm just sitting in the flat uh, as usual. Um, you're listening to Luke's English Podcast. Um, you've made a very good choice. I think it's probably one of the best podcasts on the internet. In fact, uh, I've had a review on uh, iTunes. If you go to the iTunes store and find the podcast, there's a, a fantastic glowing review, uh, which I think sums up uh, all the benefits of Luke's English Podcast. So thanks very much for, uh, I think his name is The Bookseller. That's the name of the guy who wrote the review. Thanks very much. And it's all true. Everything that he's written, all the positive comments are all absolutely true. So, um, yeah, just keep listening to the podcast. Tell your friends all about it. Um, in today's podcast, I'm joined by my friend and colleague, Ben, who's just uh, sitting here with me. Hello, Ben. Hi. Uh, <laughs> yeah, all right. Um, so, uh, today, what we're going to do is um, I'm going to first have a little chat with Ben find out a little bit about him, just to introduce him to, to the, the world of podcasting. And then we're going to talk about uh, traveling. Actually, we're going to talk about going to India because we both went there earlier this year. So we're going to be talking about traveling, going to India. And then in the third part of the podcast, um, we're going to look at uh, some of the language that we used. And basically, we're going to use some really, really useful, really important language that you can use when you're talking about going traveling, traveling to foreign countries on holiday. Okay, so uh, that's what's going to happen in the podcast. Okay, so um, Ben. Um, Hi. How's it going? Yeah, good, good. Just uh, finished work for the day. Yeah, cool. So uh, actually Ben works uh, in the same school as me. Um, how long have you worked there? Uh, I've worked there about four years now, but um, oh, yeah. I've been teaching for about six and a half, seven years, I think. Right, yeah. right. Okay, where did you work before? Um, well, one? I lived in Oxford for a little while, oh, so right. I was um, working there for a while. At, yeah. That's uh, Oxford University? No, not quite. But a language school in, in Oxford. Okay, but not Oxford University? No. Oh, okay. No. All right, but it's still a good school. It was still a good, a good very good school. It was in Oxford. Oxford's very good. <laughs> right, of course, yeah. Oxford. Yeah, everyone knows Oxford, right? Um, okay, cool. So, uh, so did you kind of? Uh, what did you do at university? Oh well, I studied in um, Manchester, and I studied social science actually. Which oh yeah. Is, um, it's quite a mixed subject. I yeah. um, studied a, a bit of sociology, a bit of economics, a bit of business, yeah, a bit of politics. Oh, cool. Um, and then um, I finished finished there, and uh, I worked in an office for a little while, and didn't yeah. like it. It was nah. not, not not for me. No, it's and I started yeah. teaching. Yeah. Oh, cool. So, so do you teach business courses? Yeah, well? I do. Yeah, I teach business. Um, in fact, I teach a variety of different courses: yeah. uh, exam courses, general English, a lot of business. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, cool. So you're like. A really good teacher. Well, not always. But yeah, I like to <laughs> okay. think so. Yeah, I think so. Um, now, actually, um, you did the uh, diploma qualification, didn't you? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I did that at uni University College London. Yeah, UCL. Yeah. So it's a really good. Actually, that is actually a good university. Yeah, it's very. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. 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 yeah that and um, you did it with the same person that I did it actually. So I think you did the course. Uh, one year and I did the same course the year after yeah that's a, right we yeah. had the same teacher and everything which is kind of cool um, yeah wicked um, so you live you live nearby right you live sort of yeah I live just just down the road in yeah, West London um, I live quite near the river which is quite nice yeah. the Thames yeah yeah um, so yeah I go and sit sit by the river sometimes after work it's quite nice just to, to chill out yeah yeah Wicked. And um, aren't you a QPR fan? Uh, yeah, definitely. I right. love QPR. Yeah. Yeah, that's um, cool. Queen's Park Rangers, yeah, in um, Shepherd's Bush in uh, West London. Yeah. They're, they're not in the Premiership, though, are they? No, unfortunately, no, they're not these days. They used to be, um, but yeah, now they're in the Championship, which is right. the, the second league in it's the like the one It's like one down from the Premiership. Yeah, right? yeah. Why don't you support like a Premiership club? Like Chelsea or something. Well, yeah, I, 
don't really like Chelsea to be honest but usually you, you choose a team when you're younger which is usually your local team and then yeah. you, you stick to that basically right. so, so were, were, when you decided to support QPR were they good then? they were good yeah they were <laughs> they were much better than they are now but I still live and you know hope that they will get better yeah. well they're, they're one of the biggest they're, they're, I think they're the richest club in, in the, the country yeah, well, they were taken over, yeah, um, last year by um, some very wealthy uh, millionaires. Yeah, um, it's like um, an Italian guy and an Indian guy. Yeah, that's right. They um, work for uh, work in Formula One. Uh, some right, of the, the owners of QPR. Okay, so they're actually really rich. So, who knows? Soon, hopefully, they they will become the next Chelsea. I live in hope. Yeah. Yeah. Let's hope so. <laughs> let's hope so. Cool. Um, all right. Well, wicked. Nice to nice to sort of have a chat with you. I hope that everyone out there in internet land um, sort of you know knows a bit more about you now. Yeah. Um, yeah. Great. Cool. Now, actually, I'm going to write uh, on the web page some of the language that Ben and I used in that conversation because when you study English at school, or when you come to England and study English in a class, um, they always teach you when you're introducing yourself these kind of really silly strange questions right like for example we would say in in an in a language class they say something like um, what are your hobbies right but i don't think we ever actually say what are your hobbies not really not in a natural conversation it's kind of strange no. if, if you're like in the pub and you meet someone you would never really say so what are your hobbies you know just, no you know, it would be very strange it's strange yeah. And also, they say, what are your hobbies and, and what else they, they always teach and those things. It's like, how many people are there in your family? You know. Yeah, again, yeah, it's quite a strange question to ask someone. <laughs> and do you like pets? <laughs> yeah, not, no, yeah. Not, not a good question. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's always questions like that. But uh, in the conversation that Ben and I had, you'll actually be able to hear definitely a natural uh, conversation that real uh, Londoners, you know, would, would actually have. So that's a very realistic example. So I'm going to write some of the language from that conversation down, put it on the web page, and then you can actually learn it, copy it, and use it. And you will then become a better speaker, right? So it's just a fact. Sounds a good idea. It's a fact. <laughs> yeah, you can't deny it's an absolute fact. Right, so here, here we come with uh, part... Uh, well, this is going to be part three, actually, of the podcast. Okay, now. Yeah, yeah. This, this is a four-parter. This is a big podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, we're coming up to part three now. We're going to talk about traveling and going abroad. Okay, here we go. Right, so um, now Ben and I both went to, to India on holiday this year, right? Yeah, that's right, yeah. But at um, different times. So, like, um, I went in... Um, I went right at the end of January for about two weeks. When did you go? Yeah, I went in February, actually, for three weeks I went. Right, yeah. cool. Now, I, I actually went to, to Goa, and uh, I stayed in Goa, which is like in west, on the west coast. Is it the west coast or the east? Yeah, that's right, it's the west coast. It's the west coast yeah, of yeah. India, right? And uh, it's, it's kind of like, uh, it's really beautiful place. It's very cheap to go to now. Um, I also did a little trip to Hampi. Oh yeah, yeah Hampi, I went train. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've actually been to India um, three times now. Right. It was my third time when I went recently, and yeah, I went to the the south. Yeah, I flew into uh, Chennai, which is on the opposite coast, uh, right, the east coast, mm. and I travelled round the the bottom point. Okay, so you travelled all the way down round the yeah, bottom yeah, point. No, of I India. didn't go to the very bottom. I sort yeah. of cut cut the bottom yeah. bit out, but. Um, that's was, cool. Yeah, nice. I was in Kerala and. Uh, Kerala. Yeah, I've never been to Kerala, but everyone says it's great. Yeah, it was really, really nice, yeah. beautiful place. Yeah, but, yeah. but India is just a sort of pretty special place, isn't it, really? It's kind of, you know, it's pretty amazing. Yeah, well, I just love it because it's just so different from what I'm used to in, in London. And yeah. Yeah, just the mix of culture and uh, colour and smells. And, uh, mm. Yeah, it's very, very uh, vibrant and maybe sometimes a little bit too much is quite chaotic. But, yeah, um, yeah, that's yeah. right. Well, I was just thinking of, um, in order to describe all the different aspects of India, right? Um, we could just talk about the good things first. Yeah. Right? Right. Just just list all the good things about it and then list all the bad things about it too. Yeah. Right? Now I think there are more good things than bad things of course because uh, 
you know, it's a great place oh, to Oh, no, go I love it there, yeah. But it's kind of a crazy place, isn't it? It's very crazy, yeah. I mean, you walk down the streets and um, there's this, everything's happening at the same time. There's cars and people and uh, cows and horses and mm. everything's going on. Yeah, it's just um, very, very chaotic. But um, the, the good things are, I mean, it's cheap, right? It's, yeah, it's cheap, yeah, certainly for us. We've got the, you know, the, our currency is quite strong. But, um, yeah. That's yeah, right. It's pretty cheap for us. It's a good exchange rate. Yeah, the it? exchange rate. Yeah, it works out really well. And um, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Even though the pound has actually dropped in value, I think. Yeah, it has recently. Well, yeah, with all the financial problems at the moment. Yeah. yeah. Basically, uh, I don't know if it's the same in everyone else's countries, but in England, uh, our economy is a bit screwed basically because uh, a load of bankers decided that uh, they would just misuse all our money and. Uh, um, lend it to each other all the time. Yeah, just yeah. So they've really sort of messed everything up. So as a result, we're all paying for it because uh, uh, we've you know we've got a bad exchange rate and people are losing their jobs and things. It's the uh, it's it's the recession. It's the credit crunch they call it. I think that's right. The credit crunch. Yeah, it's not fun. But anyway, uh, compared to India, compared to the rupee, the pound is extremely strong. Yeah, the other good thing in India, I mean, for also for us, is that the weather's so good. It's, mm. it's pretty hot most of the time. In fact, sometimes it's a bit too hot. Yeah, it's like it's sort of in the 30s every yeah, day. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Mm. In, uh, it's very, very sunny, yeah. That's right, yeah. It's kind of like in Goa, um, the, the sun just shines all day. There's a perfect clear blue sky, uh, you know, and it's just like 34. Four degrees or something. Yeah, a light can, breeze. Yeah, light breeze. You can go sunbathing if you want. Mm. Sometimes you might find it's a bit too hot. Yeah. But goers. What's nice about goers? It's really chilled, isn't it? It's yeah. A really relaxed vibe. Yeah. yeah, that's right. It's totally chilled out. You can just um, actually. What happens is you get up in the morning, and you kind of make some plans. It's like right, what we're we going to do today, and then you go out in about sort of ten thirty after you've had your sort of banana smoothie for breakfast you yeah. go out onto the beach and just do a bit of sunbathing and then before you know it you're just absolutely baked out there in the heat and you can't move you just got to stay there all day and just maybe have a bit of a swim in the sea yeah but just basically lie in the sun and do nothing yeah it's quite nice yeah i don't like doing that all the time when i'm traveling but yeah for a few days it's definitely nice yeah, yeah. that's right yeah it's i mean it's great to be able to get out and do some extra traveling but you do find that time just sort of, you know, just slips by. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, but you need to relax when you're on holiday. So That's it's, right. It's a positive thing. I think. Yeah. The um, another good thing about about it is the uh, the people are just really really friendly. Yeah, definitely. They speak reasonable English actually. Sometimes yeah. They're not perfect. Their grammar's pretty bad, but. Um, they can communicate very well. Yeah, and, um, that's that's quite important. So it's quite easy for for me where it was when I was there to speak to people. And yeah, they've got a sort of a kind of basic English, which is very typical. You know, they they all sort of learn. And well, actually, some of the people I met there learned really good English. Yeah, I met some people who spoke perfect English. Yeah, yeah. the the one guy who we we stayed at this accommodation and the manager um, had a perfect British Cockney accent. And he'd never ever been to London, but he was really? like, "All right, mate. All right, all right. How's it going? All right." Speaking like a geezer. Yeah, he was yeah, like, yeah. "All right, mate. All right, geezer." <laughs> like that. And he was just from Goa. He never left Goa, but he had that accent. Yeah, amazing. Interesting. Yeah. But a lot of them just have a sort of basic English, which is like you know, reduced to stuff like, "You want rickshaw? You yeah, want taxi?" Yeah. The grammar's yeah. not great, is it? Yes, yeah, kind Could of basic. Be a bit yeah. Well, yeah, but it's all right. It's cool. Um, what else is good about it? Um, I like the food actually. Mm. Um, not everyone likes curry, but um, I'm quite a fan of it. It's very popular here, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah we love curry in, in, in England. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have lots of like local curries as well that you can get there, right? Yeah, lots of um, fresh fish and um, mm. sort of Goan curries or Kerrigan curries. That's yeah. right. Yeah, Lo- all that fresh fish. I think it's called kingfish. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Don't that's they? S- don't they sort of send guys out on these wooden boats to kind of go fishing? And yeah, stuff? and if you wake up early, you can see them pulling the nets in in the, the morning, catching mm. the fish. Yeah, yeah. cool. Um, what else? I mean, it's just very nice to like be on the beach when the fishing boats go out, because sometimes they ask you to push them into the water. Yeah. And then they, they're out there for like four hours, 
and then when they bring all the, the, the fish back in and the nets then all the, the women come out and they collect all the fish and they carry it all back somewhere oh uh, yeah and they carry it on their head don't they in like a, yeah they put like a pad on their head and then yeah they, they carry it on their, their head and they're, and they're all wearing like these beautiful beautifully coloured saris you know yeah they, really really colourful yeah, yeah yeah very beautiful clothes that they wear um and there's there's like um, the old part of Goa as well, which um, was a, a Portuguese colony, I think, because it was um, it was sort of colonised by the Portuguese. So yeah. there's a lot of Portuguese architecture. And it's uh, it's quite Christian. There's got quite a lot of Christians mm. there. There's churches, isn't there? Yeah, that's right. That's and it, but as well, there's like Hindu temples and things too. Yeah, so and quite a lot of mosques actually. It's quite yeah. a, quite a big mix, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. That's that's another cool thing about it is that. Everything's sort of diverse, and they're quite open-minded. You know, yeah. it used to be a big, a popular place for hippies. Yeah, go yeah. Up. Back in the in the sixties, I think yeah. a lot of uh, people from here came came to go. That's right, and I mean, like they have sort of big parties on the beach out there and stuff like that, don't they? Yeah, and there's just yeah, lots of like sort of places you can stop and have a drink and um, have mm. a milkshake or something. It's, yeah. yeah. It's yeah, nice. It's, it's cool. The um, tell you what is fun actually. If you if you get like a taxi or a, a rickshaw for for just the whole day, you can just like oh, meet yeah. a guy and you know agree that he will just take you round everywhere all day, and then you just pay him at the end of the day. Yeah, they, yeah. they really look after you. They give you like a sort of guided tour, don't they? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Quite that's useful. Right. And uh, hiring scooters is cool. Yeah, I had a scooter. Yeah, for a couple of days. Yeah. And I, it's quite nice because I got to see a bit more than what I would normally maybe. Mm. So um, yeah, yeah. And you can also sort of um, go go off on different directions and not really plan where you're going. You can kind of go off the beaten track. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's really it's really nice if you're on a scooter and you're riding through like a little town somewhere. Then all the children come out into the street and they'll go, hi, Yeah, hello. they all want to speak to you and wave at you. And yeah, that's right. They yeah. all want to like ride on the uh, on the scooter and stuff. It's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so... Um, oh, yeah, I mean, Hampi is great. It's like this old sort of pilgrimage site and these huge, beautiful temples everywhere. It's absolutely stunning. Yeah, and they've got there's loads of like big rocks around. Yeah, there. yeah, that's yeah. quite interesting. That's right, these huge boulders of piles of stones, and nobody really knows how how it happened. It's very strange the the landscape. It's like someone's placed them on top of each other. Yeah, it's very atmospheric. Yeah, actually. Yeah, so generally, you know, Goa, India, it's just really cool. Isn't yeah, it? but there must be some bad things. Eh? There are, <laughs> there are bad things. Okay, well. Let's look at those bad things, shall we? Yeah, so well, what, is, what is bad? Um, well, gosh, when you first arrive in, in India, and, yeah, if you first arrive... I mean, if you arrive in somewhere like uh, Delhi, yeah. right? That's it's a big city. That's, uh, yeah. that's a big city, and that is absolutely crazy. I never actually... I've never landed in Delhi, but I've heard about it. Yeah, I've been to Delhi. Yeah, but I've I've landed in in the airport at Goa, and that's pretty crazy. Um, well, how, how what do you mean when you say crazy? Well, it's kind of like you, you you come out of the airport, and there are loads of people everywhere, loads of taxis and rickshaws there, and just loads of people who just keep hassling. Yeah, the hassle is really bad, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. People always coming to you and asking you questions. It's like, you want rickshaw, 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 you yeah. want rickshaw, taxi, accommodation, accommodation. You know, it's like, whoa there. Too much, just too chill, much. chill out, man. Yeah. <laughs> I thought Goa was chilled out, but this isn't chilled out. This is, this is crazy. It's not what you expect, is it? Yeah, it's not what right. you expect, yeah. Um, but yeah, everyone's kind of, I mean, it sounds a bit bad to say it, but you feel like everyone just wants to sort of uh, kind of get your money or something yeah you know? I felt that a little bit at times but yeah. you know everyone's offering a service to you basically but yeah. they offer it very very strongly it's kind of difficult to say no yeah yeah and, and some people really hate that actually don't they yeah they you know, really don't enjoy the experience because of that but yeah that's right yeah it can be a little bit scary yeah it can yeah, yeah. which is kind of kind of weird um is this, I suppose, just because we're just completely not used to that sort of thing in uh, in London, are we? It's, yeah. It's not how we do things here. That's yeah. right. I mean, in, in London, everything's got a set price. Yeah. You know, 
and you you go if you want a taxi you go to a taxi and order one you don't wait for the taxis to come to you yeah you know? exactly yeah, but yeah. in India it's just like everything comes to you and you have to haggle don't you a lot for mm. pretty much everything you buy you have to uh, yeah. negotiate what, how much you're going to pay and things like that yeah so you can't just say okay well, how much is it because they'll be like you name me a price you want you want I give you a very good price you how know? much do you want to pay yeah it's, it's quite yeah. difficult isn't it sometimes yeah that's right and you have to offer offer a price and uh, and then if you say no, then they go, oh, please, why? 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 Everything's why. And they look at you with this painful expression of like, but, you know, but why? You know, yeah. Yeah. So it can be difficult just to go shopping. Yeah, know? definitely. I'll tell you another thing I think that's pretty bad about India, which I didn't enjoy with the toilets, actually. <laughs> yeah. God, yeah, the toilets. Um, and, you know, sometimes you get a Western-style toilet, yeah? Yeah. And that's all right, I suppose, but some of the toilets are different. Yeah, they're slightly different, yeah, yeah. I mean, how would you describe it? We, I think people call them footsteps. Footsteps. Footstep toilets, okay. yeah, yeah. It's, it's kind of just a hole in the ground with a couple of places to put your feet. Yeah. And that's it. And they're pretty smelly. Yeah, that's that's the main thing, is the, uh, the smell of... Uh, yeah, is that your Not phone? Not very clean. Yeah, I think that's my phone. I don't know who that is. See your ringtone? Ben's uh, being called on his mobile phone at the moment. There you go. Oh, it's. Oh, you got a missed call? Yeah, missed call. Missed right. call, okay. Back. Right. Well, um, yeah, the toilets are pretty bad. Yeah. And that, and that, basically, the fear that you have there, it can be quite scary because of all these people hassling you, but also it can be scary because you're worried that you're going to get sick. Yeah, that's right, yeah, particularly um, you sort of get an upset stomach, Yeah, um, going to the toilet a lot, obviously. Yeah. You, get, you get like diarrhoea. Yeah, or deli belly, as de- people call it. Deli yeah. belly, that's right, it's a kind of uh, bad stomach, right? And yeah, so you, you get diarrhoea and you might be throwing up or something, that's quite common. Yeah, yeah, and going to the toilet just a lot. Yeah, know. it's kind of, you know, you think, oh, I can't touch my, I can't touch my mouth with my, with my hands, you know? I can't like just touch my lip or something because that's enough to just get sick. You know? Yeah, and you have to be careful with the water that you drink. Then. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, the water it makes you really paranoid. Yeah, and you have to be. Yeah, really you're like, careful. oh my god, I hope, I hope, I hope I'm not going to get sick. I, you know, was that glass washed in in tap water or in mineral water? You know, yeah. if that's tap water, I'm not going to drink it. You know, it's really on your mind a lot, isn't it? It's yeah, like, yeah. oh, if I if I order a hamburger, will will that will the salad be washed in? in tap water because if I do you know I'm going to get sick and it's like whoa was the ice in my Coca-Cola was that yeah ice is always a big worry I think mm. yeah, yeah. if you have ice in a drink that, that can that can make you ill because the, the bacteria is still in the water in the ice yeah yeah right. um, um, but yeah there's other health issues I suppose as well isn't mm-hmm. there it's like malaria was one that I uh, yeah Remember, you had to malaria. take the malaria tablets. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, yeah. I had to take malaria tablets. You're still well. often paranoid about uh, the mosquitoes. Like, yeah, you know, getting bitten a lot. Yeah, you're very scared of the mosquitoes. You become a sort of uh, like a hunted animal, don't you? At, at night, yeah. And just the mosquitoes come and get you. Yeah, and you have to put out your mosquito coil and put the, put the cream on or the spray, whatever you have. And, that's uh, right. Yeah, yeah. You put your mosquito net up around your. Uh, that's bed. right. I've, I remember, like, uh, when I was staying there uh, earlier this year, just waking up in my mosquito net because I could hear a mosquito going oh, like that's that. Horrible when you're trying to sleep. Yeah. And uh, I was like, oh my god, there's a mosquito in my net, you know. And I had to hunt it down and kill it before I could go back to sleep because I thought if that, you know, that could just bite me all night long, just get some good drinking, yeah. you know. And so. I thought it has to die, so I turned on the light and I hunted it down inside the you net. Got it, got it. Nice. Went went back and slept like a baby. Yeah. Once your net net's safe, you're, you're comfortable and you can sleep well. That's right. But the malaria tablets as well can have some side effects. Yeah, they made me my dreams go a bit bit crazy. Yeah, yeah. I had some very strange dreams. That's right. It made me made me feel a bit sick as well, actually. Yeah. Um, Okay. I don't know. What else is yeah? What other bad things well, are there? There's, there's I, kind I of like India. I've got more more positive things to say. Definitely, yeah. It's a fantastic place, but um, there is there is quite a lot of uh, poverty 
Oh yeah, yeah, that's quite bad. It's, it can be quite depressing, can't it? It, it can. It can make you feel a bit guilty. Definitely. You think Definitely. I'm from a very developed country, and I've got lots of money, really. You know, in I'm comparison, from, certainly. That's yeah. right. And I'm going to this place on holiday just for pleasure, but they live in these conditions, and I and I, you know, and you feel um, like when someone is trying to get money from you, you you think to yourself, I don't want to just give him money for yeah. for no reason. You know, but then, actually, what you're 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 sort of haggling over about five p. You know? I know, yeah, it's a really strange feeling, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. So, but you're still quite determined not to to give them the money. Yeah, it's like yeah. you know, I, I you know, I could buy, um, uh, I don't know, I could pay two hundred ninety five rupees for this taxi ride, or I could pay two hundred ninety. And what you're haggling over there is about 20p. Yeah, it's not much. Yeah. But still, it's the principle quite often, isn't it? You know, if you agreed the price, then... Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you know. that's what it is. So, you, yeah. you know, I think probably us Europeans or us English, you know, when we go there, we're terribly English. Yeah. You know, so, we, no, no, no. No, I, I can't pay <laughs> 295. That's, you know, that's at least as far as um, the, the railway station. Yeah. That should be 285, surely. Yeah, you know. always worried about being sort of ripped off. Really. Yeah, you know, we're very keen to look after our rights yeah, as, right. as consumers. As people, yes. That's right. <laughs> um, but um, in, in general, it's, it's great, isn't it, really? Um, I don't suppose there's... I mean, ooh... It's, I suppose sometimes it's just very difficult to be there. Like if you have to make a journey. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes you sort of want to maybe escape for an hour or two. And just, yeah. But. I mean, if you, if you want to travel, for example, from Goa to Hampi, you've got to arrange a, a probably an eight-hour train journey. Yeah, it's not easy. Yeah. You have to go to the travel agents and try and try and understand, you know, everything. How the trains operate and. Um and how to, how to book your tickets and you're always worried that you're going to miss the train or that uh, the train will be very uncomfortable yeah yeah. it's quite difficult because um, some of the signs I remember were not written in English as we know mm. they are written in other uh, languages other scripts yeah. So yeah it was quite hard to know where you were going sometimes I remember yeah definitely yeah um, okay but basically, I think on balance, India is great. Isn't India it? is a great country. Yeah, as I said, I've been there three times now. Mm. Um, yeah, and I just love it. Yeah, how, yeah, I'd go back again, in fact. But how would you uh, summarize India in in three adjectives? Um, crazy, vibrant, and um, fun. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'd go for crazy, and I'd have laid back. Okay. Like Goa is very yeah, laid definitely back. Goa, so yeah. crazy laid back, and what else? Uh, hmm. um, I can't think. It's, it's too many adjectives well, to describe, there must be describe a, India. I think. There must you be a word that. Well, there must be a word that uh, I can use to describe the fact that I can't think of an adjective to describe it. So it's kind of. Uh, uh, does it make you speechless? Or speechless, something? yeah, yeah. Your mind, I'm your mind's speechless. gone blank. Or, yeah, 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 I'm speechless. That's yeah. that's how amazing it is. So, go there and uh, check it out. Yeah, um, yeah. So that's that's it. That's the end of our conversation about India. Yeah, no, that was yeah, nice. Thanks. Nice, yeah, Thanks good, for, uh, good to conversation. Me yeah. Um, right. So, um, what are your hobbies? Okay. <laughs> Not going to answer that question. That's a, that's a weird question. Okay. So that's the end of uh, part three. And remember, this is a four-parter. You're getting extra today. Extra parts. Right, um, it's a bonus part. It's a bonus part coming up now, part four. We're going to look at some of the language that uh, we use there to describe traveling and traveling to uh, different countries. Yeah, all right, here it is. Okay, the first thing I'd like to say about that conversation is. Um, I'm personally very uh, embarrassed, actually, that at the end, I couldn't think of uh, three adjectives to describe India. I don't know if you noticed, but I, I thought of uh, crazy, which Ben already uh, said, so I didn't really think of that myself. And the other one was laid back, which is okay. Uh, and the third one, I couldn't think of anything. So I'm quite embarrassed about that, because I'm an English teacher. I should be very articulate, right? 
but I couldn't think of uh, an adjective to describe India. Anyway, never mind that. Um, The other thing I'd like to say about that conversation is that it was very long, and also there were loads and, and loads of really good bits of vocabulary in there, and it was a very good example of a natural conversation betwe- between two uh, English people, right? So, this is going to be quite a long podcast, I think, because it's already 30 minutes long, and now I've got to explain a lot of the language that Ben and I were using um, in that conversation about India. Uh, the, the previous section, where I asked Ben some questions and got to know him, I'm not going to explain that language here on the podcast, but there will be um, uh, explanations written on the webpage. So you'll be able to go to the webpage, which is teacherluke.podomatic.com, and you can see some of the language written down there and explained. But the conversation that we had about India, I'm now going to go through a lot of the language that we use some of the vocabulary and expressions, and I'm going to explain them for you. I will also write them on the web page too, so that you can read them and learn them that way. But um, my advice for you, um, in terms of improving your English, um, a very good exercise that you can do uh, is called upgrading your English. And that means that you listen to a native speaker Listen to the way a native speaker describes something and look very closely at the language, the expressions, the vocabulary that they use and then just copy it, okay? That's it, just copy it. So um, you can do it in three stages. The first stage is you um, talk about a topic yourself um, in your own English. The second stage is listen to some native speakers talking about the same topic and listen to the language they use. And the third stage is you talk about the topic again, but this time you try to use some of the language and expressions that you heard the native speakers using. And that is how you can use this podcast to improve your English, okay? Think about the topic that I'm talking about. Think about how you would explain or describe that topic. Listen to me describing it. Copy my language and then use it in your um, conversations and descriptions. Then you can upgrade your English, right? It's the, it's a, I think it's a good way to, to improve your English, okay? So um, now I'm going to explain um, some of the language that I used with Ben when we were talking about India. Now, um, there's a lot of language, so I'm just, going to go, I'm just going to go through the language in the same order that we used it in the conversation, okay? So, um, first um, is an expression, to go travelling, to go travelling, right? And that is the expression that we always use to describe going to another country for, for maybe two weeks or more, maybe a year, something like that, and living in that country traveling around, visiting different places, we always say to go traveling. So, for example, you would say, after university, I went traveling for a year. Or, after university, I went traveling in South America for three months. Okay? To go traveling. All right? Also, you can, you can do a trip somewhere or uh, go on a trip somewhere. And that means that you make a short um traveling, you you travel somewhere for a shorter time. For example, when I was in India, I did a trip to Hampi, okay? Um, Next one is um, to fly in, to fly into somewhere or to fly out of somewhere. That means that you land uh, via aeroplane in that airport, um, okay? And you leave via another airport, right? So, for example, I flew into Goa, right? Or um, you could say, I flew into Delhi, I travelled around India, and I flew out of um, Mumbai Airport, for example. Okay? Um, Let's see. Talking about the location uh, in a country, um, I said that uh, Goa was on the coast, on the west coast of India. So, on the coast means it's on the edge of the country, next to the sea. Okay? On the coast. Um... If something is not on the coast but 
um, in the middle of the country you can say it's inland so for example it's it's eight hours inland right um, okay so if, for example if you're talking about Brazil you can say that um, uh, let's see Rio de Janeiro is on the coast right but Brasilia that's the capital city Brasilia is inland okay um, so on the coast inland if you're talking about an island, yeah, you can say it's off the coast of somewhere, right? So, for example, let me think of an example for you. Um, okay, um, let's say the Isle of Man, the Isle of Man. That's a small island um, in the south of England, right? And it's, you could say it's off the coast of the south of England, right? Okay. Um, let's see, so that's off the coast of, um, you can say also it's in the north, right, for example, it's in the north of England, um, so you might say Manchester is in the north of England, but you can also say to the north of, right, uh, and that's different to in the north of, right, so you could say, for example, um, Oxford is to the north of London, okay, that means um, it is above London, yeah. But but Manchester is in the north of England. That means it's in England, but in the north part. Okay, so uh, to the north of somewhere and in the north of somewhere. Um, let's see. Um, some I think I said um, there's a good exchange rate. So that's about money. Okay. So um, I th you're probably familiar with exchange rates. That's when you change your currency into another currency and there's an exchange rate. Okay, So we say that an exchange rate is good or bad and we say that a currency is strong or weak. Okay, So for example the pound is very strong compared to the Indian rupee. Okay, um, Now the pound was stronger before but now we've got some economic problems so the pound has dropped in value. That means that the um, the pound is worth less than it was before. It's dropped in value. Okay. The opposite would be it's gone up in value or risen in value. Okay. Um, I mentioned problems with the economy, and the two terms that we used were uh, it's the recession, and the recession means that there is an economic slowdown. Okay. And it's rather complicated. But it means that um, the economy of the, the country is slowing down. So, for example, there's less money available. Uh, there's more unemployment. So there are fewer jobs. Um, um, other examples might be that um, um, businesses are making less money. Um, people are investing less money um, in things. Um, incomes of businesses and Households are going down, so that's a recession. And England, or Britain, is in a very big recession at the moment. The other expression I used was the credit crunch. The credit crunch. The credit crunch describes the problem that um, is in the financial system. And credit means money that people lend to each other. Okay? Um, so banks often lend each other money. Now, no real money changes hands. They don't actually give each other coins or notes. They give each other um, a promise to, to pay the money back, right? Uh, and that's, that's known as credit. And if there is no credit available, you can say there's a credit crunch. The crunch means that it's a pressure time, a time of pressure, because there's nothing available, right? Um, so that's the credit crunch. Um, okay, we talked about the weather, and um, we said that it's very hot and sunny in India, but there's a light breeze, a breeze. Now, a breeze is like a little wind, um, uh, a light wind, and it's very nice if you're on the beach and it's very sunny and hot, if there's a light breeze that comes off the, the sea, okay, so it's um, it's a little wind that can keep you cool. It's very, very nice indeed. Um, let's see. 
um, someone said, what's really nice about Goa is that it's really chilled, isn't it? Okay. Now, if something is chilled, it means it's relaxed, it's um, easygoing, yeah? Yeah, it's laid back. So you can say it's chilled or it's chilled out. Chilled or chilled out means it's relaxing. Okay. Uh, ben said, uh, there's a really relaxed vibe. There's a really relaxed vibe. It's quite an informal expression. A vibe means an atmosphere. An atmosphere, a vibe. Um, okay. And so, yeah, so in, in Goa, for example, there's a really relaxed vibe. The atmosphere is very relaxing. It's very chilled out. Okay. Um, I was talking about sunbathing, and I said, before you know it, you're absolutely baked in the heat. Okay. Before you know it is a bit like saying that something happens very quickly um, and you don't expect it. Okay. So before you know it, you're absolutely baked in the heat. To be baked means that you're very, very hot. It's like you're cooked in an oven. Yeah, baked in an oven. But you can be baked in the sunshine as well. So before you know it, you're absolutely baked in the heat. Um, I said, you do find that time just slips by. Okay, time slips by. That means time just goes by and you don't realise. You don't realise, but... Maybe you're lying on the beach doing nothing, and time just goes past without you realising. Okay, lots of language here. Don't remember. Don't forget. I'm I'm going to write it down on the web page so you can check it. Um, I was talking about accents and the the English that the local people have, and I mentioned that uh, one person I met uh, had a a kind of London Cockney accent, and he was saying, "All right, mate. All right." Now that's a kind of Cockney accent, all white, mate. Yeah. Now, all right or all white is uh, what people often say when they meet each other. It's like saying hello, how are you? All right, mate. All right. Or all white, mate. Yeah. People call each other mate. It's like friend. Okay. So all white, mate means hello, mate, or all right, mate. How are you? Right. Um, and and. Um, I said he he was speaking like a geezer, yeah. All right, mate. All right, geezer. A geezer is just um, an informal word for a man, okay? A man. Like in America, they say a guy, but we'd say a bloke or a geezer, yeah. Um, okay. So I, I mentioned that the women on the beach, the local women, wear these beautifully coloured clothes. Now the clothes are called saris. A sari is a kind of, I think it's a traditional kind of clothing that women in India wear. And they usually are decorated with beautiful colours, okay? Um, now, I talked about the old part of Goa, yeah? And I said that the old part of Goa was a Portuguese colony. Now, a colony is a word for when um, people from another country um, um, sort of set up a maybe a city or a civilization in another country it's called a colony now the, um, the colonies were set up sort of hundreds of years ago okay when people first started traveling around and and most colonies were set up by european countries like um, uh, the british had colonies in india and they had colonies in the Caribbean and, and lots of other parts of uh, the world, in Hong Kong, for example. And um, Goa was a Portuguese colony. So many hundreds of years ago, Portuguese sailors travelled to Goa and they set up a kind of civilization there. It became a colony. Uh, so to colonise, um, the adjective is colonial. So, for example, there are lots of colonial Portuguese buildings in Goa, right? colony. Um, uh, I think Ben said that the the people there, or the atmosphere is quite diverse. Now diverse means that there are lots of different types of people and different religions, different ethnicities. It's quite diverse. Okay, so for example, London is very diverse because there are people from lots of different countries. There are many different religions, so it's very diverse. Um, I think perhaps somewhere like Japan is not very diverse because most of the people are Japanese 
there's a small minority of foreigners, so it's not very diverse. It's becoming more diverse all the time, but it's not as diverse as um, somewhere like Washington DC or New York or London, something like that. Okay, so diverse. The noun is diversity. Yeah. Um, let's see. Um, uh, we were talking about hiring scooters. So scooters are like little motorbikes. And I said that you can go off the beaten track. Now the beaten track is, let's say, um, the, the places where tourists always go. Okay. Um, so if you go off the beaten track, you go to places where tourists don't usually go. So if you hire a scooter, it means you can go to lots of little towns, little villages where tourists don't usually go, and you go off the beaten track. That's an expression that people use a lot, to go off the beaten track. Um, what else did we say? Um, I talked about Hampi. Hampi is a place um, sort of eight hours inland uh, from Goa. And um, I said it's an old pilgrimage site. Now, a pilgrimage is like a, a religious journey, okay? And um, the people who, who do pilgrimages are called pilgrims, right? And uh, the most, probably the best example is um, the Muslim pilgrimage, which is called the Hajj, or the Hajj. And every year there's a pilgrimage to Mecca, where thousands and thousands of Muslims travel from all over the world and they visit Mecca, okay? Uh, so that's a, the the best example of a pilgrimage, but um, in in India, Hampi is this beautiful place with lots of Hindu temples. That is a pilgrimage site for uh, Hindus. Okay, they go there and they visit the temples and they they pray and so on. Okay, a pilgrimage site. Um, let's see. I said that Hampi was stunning. Now, I've mentioned stunning before on other podcasts. It means it's so beautiful that it's amazing, right? Um, and I said about the landscape, there are huge boulders, huge boulders. So boulders are very, very large rocks, really big rocks, okay? I said that the, the, the hampi is very strange. Strange means weird, odd, bizarre, okay? Uh, because of the land, because of these big boulders, it looks very strange. And I said it's very atmospheric. Um, atmospheric means that there's a very strong atmosphere about the place. Uh, okay, so those are all the good things that Ben and I talked about. We also talked about the bad things. Um, one of those was that um, when you arrive in India, immediately there are loads of people who just keep hassling you. They just keep hassling you. So to hassle someone is to, let's see, hmm. for example, um, ask someone lots of questions or um, keep asking for money or keep offering something. So if you can imagine when you arrive in India, there's lots of taxi drivers and they're all saying to, you want taxi, you want taxi, come, come, come to my taxi, come to my taxi. Please, I'll take you anywhere, very good price, very good price. You want a rickshaw, you want accommodation, taxi, 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 taxi. And that's hassle, right? It's the same in India if you go to the market. People say, please, look, please, look at my, look at my market, please, look, 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 look. You don't have to buy, just look, very good price. You want t-shirt, very good quality. Please, come to my, come to my store. And it's uh, kind of exhausting, so that's hassle to hassle someone, um, okay, and I said, um, just chill out, just chill out, and that's an expression that people use to mean, just relax, yeah, stop hassling me, um, okay, and I said, it can be a little bit scary, right, because um, we're not used to that sort of thing in London, we're not used to it, that means that um, we're not accustomed to it, I mentioned used to in another podcast. Now, if you haven't listened to my other podcasts, here's a perfect opportunity for you to go back to some old ones, listen to the language sections, uh, because I think it may be in episode three that I talk about used to. Okay? In this case, we're not used to being hassled in London. Right? That means that uh, um, it's, it's difficult for us to do it because we're not accustomed to it. Okay? Um, okay. Uh, when you're going shopping in India, 
I said, you have to haggle for pretty much everything you buy. To haggle, to haggle, uh, to haggle over price. And that means you have to, for example, agree on a price. So if I want to buy a t-shirt, I'll say, oh, I'll buy it for uh, 100 rupees. And the shopkeeper says, no, 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 not 100 rupees, 200. And I say, okay, 125. He says, no, 175. And then I say, okay, 150. And he goes, okay, 150. So that is to haggle or to haggle over price. Okay? And in India, you have to haggle for everything in markets. right? Um, Ben's mobile phone rang during our conversation. You probably heard his ringtone. Something like that. And I said to him, oh, have you got a missed call? A missed call. Now, a missed call is when the phone rings and you don't answer it. And then you look at your phone and it tells you that somebody called you. And in England, we call it a missed call. Okay. I've got a missed call. All right. Um, now, um, Ben and I also talked about health problems in India. And I said that uh, you're worried that you're going to get sick, particularly an upset stomach. Now, an upset stomach just means a bad stomach. Okay, it means if you eat something bad, you get you feel really sick in your stomach. So you get an upset stomach. And I said uh, you can get diarrhea. Now, diarrhea is not very nice. If you have diarrhea, you have to go to the toilet. And you have to sit on the toilet for a long time. Sometimes you have to rush to the toilet. And it means that when you do a poo-poo, right, uh, mm, it's disgusting. Uh, it's difficult to explain this without being rude. But it means that your poo is kind of like liquid. Yeah? Mm, it's disgusting, isn't it? But if you have food poisoning or a bad stomach, you might get diarrhea. Um, in, in India, or uh, tourists to India, call it Delhi belly. Your belly is your stomach, right? So Delhi belly means uh, an upset stomach that you get in India, right? Also, if you get Delhi belly, you might be throwing up or vomiting. That's when you, your, all your food comes out of your mouth again. Oh, it's disgusting. Mm. If you drink too much beer, um, you might throw up. Yeah, it's horrible, isn't it? Okay, I also said that um, it, it makes you really paranoid. Okay, paranoid. Now, because you're scared that you're going to get sick, because, for example, if you eat some bad food or if you drink some bad water, you'll get really sick and you're paranoid. That means that you're always worried that something bad is going to happen, right? Um, for example... Um, you know, if you're on holiday in India, you might think, oh no, I hope that water isn't going to make me sick. Or, oh, I, you know, I can't do that because I'll get sick. And, oh, I hope I haven't got, um, you know, I hope I'm not going to get sick after drinking this. Paranoid. Okay. We also use the word paranoid in other situations when you're, when you're worried about things that you shouldn't be worried about. For example, oh, nobody likes me. Or, oh, I, you know, I hope that everyone doesn't think I'm stupid. Okay. Paranoid. Okay. Um, I talked about mosquitoes, um, and um, I, I told a story about that, how there was a mosquito in my bedroom, and I had to hunt it down. To hunt something is like when, for example, you want to, to kill an animal for food, you hunt the animal. Okay. But in this case, it was a mosquito because I I didn't want it to bite me. Right. So I had to hunt it down and kill it. And after I killed it, I went back to bed and I slept like a baby, right? To sleep like a baby is an idiom. It means that you sleep really, really well, okay? So I killed the mosquito, I went back to bed and I slept like a baby, okay? Um, malaria. Malaria is an illness that you can get from mosquito bites. And you have to take malaria tablets or medicine. And malaria tablets can have side effects, a side effect is another effect of the medicine that um, is not the intended effect. Okay? For example, if you take aspirin because you've got a headache, it will stop the headache, but it might um, hurt your stomach. Okay? If it hurts your stomach, that's a side effect. With malaria tablets, 
it prevents malaria, but the side effect is that it gives you bad dreams, okay, or it gives you trouble sleeping. So that's a side effect of malaria tablets, okay. Um, what else? We said that in India there's quite a lot of poverty. So poverty is the social condition when there's no money and people live in bad conditions. Uh, okay. So, for example, third world countries or developing countries have a lot of poverty and, and India is, is no exception. Um, so it's quite depressing. Depressing means it makes you feel a bit sad. Okay. Um, and it can make you feel guilty. Uh, especially if you think about how much money you have and how much money the other people in India have, you can feel like it's your responsibility, so you feel guilty about it. Um, what else? Um, we talked about haggling again, um, and um, we talked about how uh, when you're haggling over price, um, it's silly because the price difference for us is very small. It could be 5p or 20p. And what you're haggling over really is the principle. So it's not the money, it's the principle. And the principle means that it's what you believe. For example, you believe that you shouldn't pay more than uh, you think is right. So actually it's not the money that you're haggling about, it's just the, the fact that you don't want to pay any more. right? It's just the principle of it. Because um, the English are always worried about being ripped off. If you are ripped off, it means that you have to pay more than something is worth. You have to pay more than the value of something. For example, if you go to a shop and you want to buy a can of Coke, a can of Coca-Cola, and normally it's about one pound, but if somebody charges you five pounds, then um, you have been ripped off. You can say, what a rip-off, okay? So in um, like English tourists, when we go to India, we're always worried that we're going to be ripped off. So we haggle, right? It's silly because the money is actually only a small difference. It's only about 20 pence or something. Um, that's right. So at the end of the day, on balance, ultimately, um, India is great. That's what we agreed and then Ben and I tried to think of three adjectives each. We only actually thought of four between us, which is very embarrassing. But I think Ben said that it's crazy, right? Which is true, I suppose. Um, what else? He said that it's... I can't remember. I can't remember what he said now. Certainly crazy. I said it was laid back. Uh, ben said it was fun. Um, yeah. And I said that it makes me speechless, which, if you're speechless, it means that you just don't know what to say. Okay, that, which is true. I think, um, as well, um, at the beginning of the conversation, Ben described Goa as vibrant. Vibrant. Now, if something is vibrant, it means there's lots of activity going on, it's exciting, lots of people moving around, and it's, it's uh, very busy and it, uh, in a good way, right? Um, he also said it's quite chaotic. Chaotic is the adjective from the word chaos, right? And it's true, India is very chaotic. Chaotic means that there are lots of things happening. There's no order. Everything is just happening at the same time. For example, if you're driving down the street, there will be people driving taxis very close to your car, people overtaking driving in front of you, people crossing the street, cows in the street, dogs running around, and it's just chaotic, right? There's no organisation, no order. Um, so, that's it. This is definitely the longest podcast I've done so far. Um, so, but I think it's great. You're getting extra. You're getting extra language and extra stuff in this episode. So, lucky you, right? Um... Don't forget, I will write all of this language on the web page so you can check it out there. I'm going to finish with a question. My question is, have you been to India? Um, what do you think of it? And my other question is, um, tell me about an experience, uh, a travelling experience that you've had recently. And you can perhaps try and use the language that um, Ben and I used um, in this podcast. Um, so that's the end of this podcast. Let's see, it's almost an hour long, so um, 
I hope you liked it, and I will give you another podcast very, very soon. That's it. Bye, 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 bye. Thanks for downloading Luke's English Podcast. Don't forget to email me at luketeacher at hotmail.com.